Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We have a whole bunch of callers on hold, so we'll get started in a couple of minutes. It'll be fun to see who they are and what their questions are and see what kind of answers we get for them. But in before we get to all of our callers, just wanted to remind you, I was off last week because I was thinking that tonight was going to be the first of August and I was off by a day, I think, or maybe two days. I think the first of August is in two days. So what that does is that gives all of us more time to sign up for the free drawing of a free session with me valued at $155 and three easy things. Just need to do three easy things. Follow me on Instagram at Ask Julie Ryan. Sign up for my blog at AskJulieRyan.com and leave a rating and review on iTunes on Apple Podcasts. So just go to ApplePodcasts.com slash AskJulieRyan. Three easy things. I feel like a game show host when I say that, but all those things. And then I'll choose somebody next week and they'll get a free hour session with me. The reason I do this, you guys, is because I so appreciate you listening to the show and being part of this community. And I know 155 bucks is a lot of money to a lot of people, especially right now with so many people having some monetary challenges and some people are out of work. And it's a, it's a way that I can give back. So follow me on Instagram at AskJulieRyan, sign up for my blog at AskJulieRyan.com and leave a rating and review and subscribe, by the way, on Apple or wherever you download podcasts. All right. I would appreciate your help on that. Our first caller, let's go ahead and go to the phone. Let's see, Joan. Let's go to Joan. Hi, Joan. Hi, Julie. I have to apologize. Last week I was talking, I was in the queue to talk to you. And I fell asleep with the phone in my hand. <laughs> that is the best excuse I've ever heard. That's hilarious. No, I really, I really did because I listened to the podcast the next day. And I'm like, shoot, she called on me and I was sleeping. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love that. That's a riot. Where are you calling from? I'm glad you're awake now. I mean, I could talk to you while you're in your sleep, but it's more fun when you're awake. <laughs> yeah. I'm calling from Courtdale, Pennsylvania. Oh, terrific. Well, good. Well, do you have a, a question for me? Yes. Uh, it was on July 14th was the one-year anniversary of my sister's transition. And I was wondering if you can connect with her and tell me something. Sure. What's her name, Joan? Barbara. Barbara. All right. You got a question mm -hmm. for her? Um, well, 
Um, anything that you want to tell me, Julie? Well, let's get the conversation started with a question. That's usually it kind of primes the pump okay. when we talk to them. So let's ask her a question and then we'll go from there. Okay. Um, how about what's the, her favorite thing about where she is right now? She can be anywhere she wants to be at any time and all at the same place, all at the same time. So that means that when she thinks of a place, she can be there. She can be with multiple people, her loved ones that are still alive all at the same time. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Hi. I have, um, are you still Hello. there? Yeah. Hello. I am. Yes. Uh, Julie, I had a situation where I was sleeping and I felt her touch my arm and she called my name and was that really her? Oh, uh, tell me about it when you were sleeping. Did it feel like the colors were more vibrant and uh, everything was crisper and it was like your senses were on high alert? Any of that did you notice in the dream? It felt, it, it wasn't a dream. I felt like she was really in the room and I could feel her hand on my left arm. I could yeah. feel her touch and I felt, I heard her voice and it was, it was her. That's I mean, it a was visit. very, just like she was standing there. Yeah, that's a visit. That's how you can tell if it's a dream or a visit. When you can, all your senses are heightened and you can feel somebody touch you. Some people tell me that they can, it's like the hair on their arms or the back of their neck are standing up. And um, mm -hmm. it's just every, the colors are more vibrant. The smells are, are stronger. You know, it's just almost mm -hmm. like it's in super high def. So, yes, that was a mm -hmm. visit. Does she have um, any advice for me? Relax. She says you get, you're getting too wound up about stuff that's happening around you, and it's not affecting you. Are you wound up about yeah. what's going on in the world? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Yeah. So she's yeah. saying, you know, when you, when we watch TV, it feels like it's happening to us and it's not. It's just mm -hmm. we're watching the pictures of things happening. So she's saying, pay attention to what's happening just in your world, just in your little life, because it's not worth getting upset about what you're watching on TV because it's not affecting you. It's not happening in your mm -hmm. actual life. Does that help? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. She, um, could I just ask you one more thing? Sure. Um, is she, um, well, I, I know she, she, she had a really horrible death. She died of bone cancer. And, um, could she say anything about that? Just, I don't know, about the relief or what she could do now or anything like that? She's, I, I use the example, Joan, a lot of Bewitched, the TV show. Did you watch Bewitched when it was on? Oh, sure. I oh, love that show. I wanted to be Samantha Stevens when I grew up. And so now I am because yeah. I could do all this stuff that yeah. she could do. And so she's saying it's like Bewitched. She thinks of something that immediately materializes. She, you know, calls on somebody, they're there. She wants to be with somebody, she's there instantly. She says it's like bewitched. It's just instant. 
And that's what we can do. That's what I teach in my class, actually. Um, I'm teaching the fourth week of the summer session here on Saturday. And all my students know how to do all this stuff that I do. I teach them how to do it. And they learn it in four weeks, two hours on four Saturdays in a row. And so I tell them it's like bewitched. You know, Samantha Stevens would call mother and then Dora would come in or she'd call Uncle Arthur and Uncle Arthur would come in right away and she'd snap her fingers and she'd be in her husband's office. So your sister Barbara is saying that that's what heaven is like, that you can be anywhere and do anything and it materializes instantly. Whereas when you think of something and you want to create something when we're in human form, it takes some time for it to manifest, for it to happen. Whereas when we're in non-physical and in heaven, it just happens instantly. Wow. Wow. That's pretty cool. I know it. I know. So you can talk to her like what I was saying with Darcy, our first caller. You just ask her a question or make a statement in your head, either aloud or in your head. And then she's going to answer you and it's going to come in right away, Joan. And it's going to feel like it's your thought. But how you know it's her answering you is it comes in within a second. The key is spirits are really literal. So especially if you're looking for advice of some kind or guidance, be super specific Mm -hmm. in how you ask the question. Okay. And then the more you do it, the more you'll get used to it and the more validation you'll get for the answers you get. And then the more you trust it, and then it'll be just second nature for you. Oh, very cool. All right. Well, my condolences on on uh, her passing, but it sounds like she's with you all the time. And I hope you get some comfort from that. Thanks so much for calling. Thank you, Julie. I appreciate it. You bet. Bye-bye. Everybody, you're listening, listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. We'll be right back after the break. Everybody, you're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and I'm Julie, your host. And our next caller, I believe, is Heidi. Hi, Heidi. Hi, Julie. How are you, girl? Good. How are you doing? Terrific. Thanks. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm from Sandy, Utah. All right. Terrific. What's happening out there? Oh, not a lot. Just really hot. Oh, well, it's better than the winter. It's always freezing out there in the wintertime, isn't it? That's true. That's true. It'll be here soon, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Well, I just had a question. I, um, I've always had, um, heart issues and, um, I had my third heart surgery about, it's been almost nine years. And, um, I'd been doing okay, but I never felt great. And then Mm -hmm. I just, in the past few months have just felt awful. Um, I've had a few personal things going on and, um, there was a thing on the news about broken heart syndrome and I thought, wow, I wonder if that's a real thing. And then I also just wondered, my doctor just switched up a couple prescriptions of mine and um and then is having me go see a cardiologist to um go make sure that everything's okay with my heart. I'm just wondering if you can see anything. Sure. 
Absolutely. Let me get you on my radar, Heidi, and we'll see what's going on. I, I do believe right. that the broken heart syndrome is a real thing. Uh, you hear about couples that were married for 50 some years, oftentimes a long yeah. time, and one spouse dies and then the other one dies shortly thereafter. And I think yeah. that that is, uh, very much the case that it is, yeah. it is absolutely a real thing. So yeah. how I'm going to get you on my radar, Heidi, is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit and because we're all spirits attached to a body having a human experience. And when we're attached to a body, we vibrate more slowly simply because the body has mass. So when I raise right. my vibrational level, I'm able to connect with your spirit and I watch, I close my eyes and I watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. It's going to hook into you out in Utah. And then I'm going to have a hologram okay. of you in my mind's eye. And I'm going to envision okay. shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. And it will be as if I'm looking at an x-ray or a CT scan or an MRI. And so okay. I'm going to go to your heart just for time's sake. When I'm working with somebody on a private appointment, I can make mul multiple swipes through them. So we'll get different things sure. that come up. But something will be identified, Heidi, and then immediately thereafter, there will be some type of energetic healing that will happen. And I'm going to describe right. that to you in, in detail because if you can envision what I'm seeing in my mind's eye, it's going to help integrate the healing into your body if one is needed. Okay. Does that, does that all make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. I'm going to right. close and my, my eyes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> my analogies, <laughs> my analogies sometimes, Heidi, are really hilarious. And it's just to give you a quick visual or a feeling of yeah. what I'm seeing in my mind's eye. So I'm seeing stuff in my mind's eye. I'm I'm getting information downloaded into my head and I'm talking to you. So it's a good thing I'm a girl because, you know, multitasking yeah. is one of our superpowers, right? Yeah. So right. here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, out to Utah. Got you shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. All right. What did you, what kind of heart surgery did you have done? I have had all, all three of my heart surgeries have been valve replacements. Valve replacement. And this All last, right. yeah, and this last one was a, it's supposed to be a permanent valve replacement. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and then I recently, my doctor put me on water pills and, you know, I lost 30 pounds in water weight. Oh my and gosh. Now I feel great. I mean, I, I literally feel so good. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that was a positive thing with the doctor. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I yeah, How often do they do cardiologist? How often do they do uh scans on your heart to make sure that the valve is holding and there aren't any leaks going on? Um, you know, I had one a couple years ago. And it's when I happened to be in the hospital and, uh, they said, I mean, they didn't say anything. They never mm -hmm. brought it up to me. So mm -hmm. I assumed it was okay. Yeah. I was in the hospital for something else, but, uh, yeah, I'm a mess. <laughs> in my mind's eye, 
what I'm seeing, Heidi, is on the left side. So I'm looking at you behind, from behind, the hologram that is you from behind. I'm looking at the left side of where the valve came in. And there's a little bit of like gelatinous um, material that is forming there. It's not necessarily a leak, but I think it makes sense for you to go to the cardiologist and get that checked. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to seal that. I'm going to remove that gelatinous uh, material that's there. It's like, how can I explain it? It's kind of like mm, a cross between jello and Vaseline. How about that? It's kind of globby. Oh. And so yeah. I'm removing that. So there's something going on on that end of your valve that I think it makes sense okay. for you to get checked. It's not life threatening, but it's something that you may need a little bit of a tune up with that. Okay. And, um, so I'm sealing it with stem cell energy and removing that. Hopefully by the time you go in and see the cardiologist and get a scan, nothing's going to show up. But I do think it oh. makes sense for you to go get checked sooner than later. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to. Okay. All right. Well, let us know what happens and, um, and good luck with all of that. And I'm glad you're feeling better. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you it. You bet. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, you take care. Okay. Bye. All righty. Let's go to Tara next. Hi, Tara. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Terrific. Thanks. Where are you calling from? San Francisco. Wow. Two from San Francisco. We, we're winning the, the bingo San Francisco version tonight. How are how are you out there? Managing. <laughs> oh, that, didn't sound too, that didn't sound too exciting. Oh, my gosh. Well, you got a question for me? I do. Um, if it can happen, I would like to learn about my, my son and yeah. sorry. No, I, I think somebody just came on. You were, you wanted to learn about okay. your son. What's going on with your son? Uh, medical condition and okay. kind of mental health and, and just a lot going on around the condition and accepting it. He's 21. Okay. What's his name, Tara? Is it Tara or Tara? How do you pronounce it? It's Tara. It's Tara. Tara. Oh, I was good the first time. Maybe I'm psychic or something. Yep. You never know. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that was good. All right. What's your uh, son's name? Ade. Ade. Okay. Yep. All right. And so is he, does he live with you? What's going on with him? Is he away at school or what? He was, and then he's been home and then he was, he's, he wanted to be near home, but not at home. So he was like in a city nearby. Okay. And he's having some health issues? Yes. He got a diagnosis at age 15. and it Of what? A, a kidney related, um, rare kidney thing that's chronic and doesn't really have any good solutions. Okay. Except down the line, probably a transplant. Oh, geez. All right. So yeah. what I'm going to do, Tara, is I'm going to connect to you energetically. I got you. I'm going to Aude. 
Oh, damn, talking to your mom, is it okay if I skin you energetically? No. <laughs> that happens sometimes, especially with yeah. kids. They don't know what we're talking about. And they're like, no, what are you doing? So let's okay. just talk that. I, I don't skin anybody if I don't have their permission because I just don't oh. believe it's ethical to do that. But I'm okay oh, with talking with his spirit. <laughs> Because it's kind of like if you're talking to somebody who has pneumonia, they can tell you what they want you to know about pneumonia, but you're not looking at their x-ray without their permission. That's the, the analogy I oh. use. So let's, let's talk to his spirit. Let's ask him a question. What, what would you like to know? Then maybe he'll tell us. Um, ask Audrey's spirit. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I just, I, gosh, I'm just, I'm so worried about mental health, honestly, almost more than the bodily health at this point. Okay. I would like to know what does he, what does he need? What, um, you know, what can be done to support or I don't know, something in that realm. <laughs> Is he smoking weed? That's what I'm getting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's the problem is it's causing depression and also go to amen clinics a-m-e-n clinics.com and type in marijuana and you'll see the brain scan of what a brain looks like of a person who's smoking weed it is not pretty it causes brain yeah. damage and um that's what's going on that's what i got really loud and clear that he was smoking weed a lot and his even though it's legalized, is, you know, so is alcohol. And that can really mess you up, too. So. Doesn't happen at all. But his, his girlfriend. Her. Yeah. Um, hang on a second. We'll be back right after the break. Everybody, you're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Stay with us. Welcome back to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host. And we were talking with Tara in the San Francisco Bay Area. Tara, are you with me? Can you hear yes, me? Yes, I am. Okay, good. Right after, right before the break, we were talking about your son, Ade, and him having some depression issues. And I was getting that he was smoking a lot of weed, smoking a lot of marijuana. And I believe that's, that's what, what is resulting in the depression issues or, you know, it's the chicken or the egg going on with that. Okay. Well, basically kind of came about with the diagnosis and trying to, change diet and do healthier things and supplements mm -hmm. and stuff. So it just, it kind of feels like it railroaded, like his beginning of adolescence and branching out were, mm -hmm. you know. And so I heard about it when I read the college essays, how much, you know, it was a factor. And that, and it's still there and now there's anxiety. But yeah, the, the weed smoking started around the end of senior year in high school. Yeah. And it's worse. And it now. If you if you look up what it does, especially to an adolescent brain, like a teenage brain, you know, till somebody's in their mid twenties, uh, it really it can really cause some major damage in the brain. So that would be my my suggestion is go to amenclinics.com. Google, put in on the search yeah. marijuana, look at what those scans look like, read that information, get it to your son and let him read it for himself. And hopefully that will help. So good luck to you and to him. And thanks so much for calling in this evening. Thank you. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. All righty. Let's go to Melissa next. 
Hi, Melissa. Hi. How are you? Fine. This is, I've never, this is my first time to hear your show and it's amazing. I'm really getting a lot out of it. Well, welcome. Where are you calling us from? I'm calling from Ohio and you um, did a medical reading for my daughter a few weeks ago and told us to, she wasn't able to call tonight and told us to call and you would let her know where mold is in her apartment in Burbank. Oh, okay. Terrific. Where in Ohio are you calling from? Um, Between Dayton and Cincinnati. Okay. Terrific. What's the town called? Middletown. Middletown. Football powerhouse. Yep. I grew up in Ohio. So, yeah, Middletowns. They always have really good football teams there. Uh, So what about your daughter? Is she back in Burbank now? Yes, she's back in Burbank. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and did her, because I know she was with you for a while during the pandemic, right? Yes. And, yes. and is she and is she feeling, is she smelling mold? Is she smelling or sensing mold there? Yes, yeah, she senses something in there, and the landlord had somebody come and look, but they don't know where to look because there's no visible signs of it, but you can tell something's there. Mm-hmm. And I would, we were just hoping you could kind of, kind of tune in, and then she can kind of direct him where to go. Mm-hmm. It's in the ceiling. I'm seeing it in the ceiling of her, I would call living room, like the living room okay. area of her apartment. Does is does she have an apartment above her? Um. Yes. Okay. I yes. think there was a water leak at one point. Sometimes it's like a hot water heater or something like that. And okay. uh, so I think that's where to look. They're they're gonna need to bring in a mold specialist. I think at this stage of the game, really, Melissa, if she can find a different apartment, it would be best. Yeah, how much longer okay, she have with her le- her lease. Okay. Yeah. I would okay. I would have her find a different apartment. And I know out there, because my son and daughter in law live in LA too, and a lot of those apartment complexes are going on month to month leases because of people being out of work. And so it may be easier for her to find another apartment right now than normal. Wonderful. Thank you for this information. You bet. Does she need to stay in Burbank? Does she work in Burbank? Um, she Yes, she was in Hollywood and then moved to Burbank just to kind of get it, you know, out of the craziness and, and really loves it in that area. Yeah. Her work is kind well, of in the area. Yeah. She'll she'll find something. But she's There's open tons to move. of apartments. Yeah, she's open to move. Well, yeah. thank would, you so much for the information. That's what I would do. I would get her out of there. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, good luck. Keep us posted yeah. on how she's doing. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right. Let's go to Larice. Hi, Larice. Oh, hi, Julie. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. How are you? I'm great, thank you. I'm in Los Angeles. Well, and, speaking um, of beautiful downtown I'm, Burbank. <laughs> well, I'm not caller. in Burbank. I'm more toward Pasadena, but yes. Not far? Not far at all. Um, I have a question about my eyes. Um, the last yeah. four months I've been getting styes. Now, I, hmm. I probably had one in my whole life, but I've had three or four in the last four months. So what's hmm. going on? Have you been to the eye doctor and gotten your eyes checked? No. You want to do that. It's usually it's strain. 
on the eye when you get styes like that, that many in a row, mm-hmm. go and get an eye exam. And, and it may be that you're, do you wear glasses now or contacts, Larise? No. No. Okay. So you, what you want to do is just go get your eyes checked and see if your vision has changed and you need glasses and they can, they can check it. But that's normally what's happening is it's eye strain. Are you in front of the computer more than normal? Well, I, you know, eight hours a day. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, a lot. Yeah. And it may be that you just need to wear glasses when you're looking at the computer because the computer really puts a lot of strain on our eyes. And uh, that's that's what I would do. That would be my first thing that I would suggest is go to the eye doctor and just get it, get your eyes examined. I sure will. Thanks so much for your help. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. Take sure. care. Okay. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. All right, let's see who's next. I believe it's Suzanne. Hi, Suzanne. Hi, Julie. Hello there. First time caller. I'm calling from Portland, Oregon. Wonderful. Um, Welcome. Yeah, it's a little crazy, a little hot here in the 90s, which is unusual, but it's great. Good. And the sun's shining, hopefully, with it being hot. I know. It, it's just a little, it's it's just uh, not normal for us. So, you know, we just, we're kind of in a shock over the heat right now. <laughs> I know it. I know. Well, you got a question for me, Suzanne? <laughs> I do. I have um, sort of struggled with um, what uh, my a chiropractor and the massage therapist thinks is maybe a misaligned SI joint. So it manifests by some pain in the back of my pelvis and down in my I wouldn't say groin, but inner thigh area, just like one third down in my inner thigh. And I um, went back to my um, doctor like a week ago. And of course, Suzanne, I'm going to, Suzanne, I'm going to need to hold you over for the break. We're going to take a break. Oh, yeah, yeah. And when we come back, I will come back to you. So stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan show. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and we were talking to Suzanne. Suzanne lives in Portland, Oregon. And Suzanne, you were saying that your joint is misaligned and you're having some pain with that? Yes. And I've had an x-ray that, of course, didn't show anything. And I am up for getting an MRI on the 12th of this month, but I, and that's the only reason I wanted that is because I've been going to the chiropractor and I just felt like I wanted to know, be on the safe side of knowing maybe that there wasn't anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, and, and I definitely have a decreased ability to move my, uh, hip flexors on that side as well, on the left side. So everything mm-hmm. on the left side. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, let me get you on my radar and let's see what's going on. And uh, here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, (laughs) heading out to you in Portland. My my son's best friend moved to Portland, and they and they he grew up here in Birmingham, and his wife did too. And they say, "Oh my God, we just missed the sun." So I love hearing that it's yes. sunny and warm out there. I'm sure they're they're probably like a couple of lizards soaking up the sun out there. Those little oh, southern yeah. 
people. Nine months out of yeah. the year, it's just raining and cloudy. It's, you I have know. to get used to it. Yeah, right. Okay, so I've got you. I'm shooting energy. So it looks to me like the um, you've got some collapsing going on on the left side. I'm looking at you from behind on the left side uh-huh. of your body. It looks like you've got some disc degeneration, which is causing the vertebrae to collapse. So I'm propping them mm-hmm. up. And I'm putting a little stem cell energy on those discs, Suzanne. And stem cell energy looks like a light amber-colored gel. It has sparkles in it, of course, because, you know, it's woo-woo. you got to have sparkles when you're doing woo-woo. Oh, yeah. And it has a a watery consistency to it. Do you remember back in the day they had this hair gel called Dippity-Doo? Do you remember Dippity-Doo? You know, I didn't grow up here, so I have to say no. Okay. All right. Where'd you grow up? Denmark. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, Dippity-Doo was this hair gel that they had when I was a kid. And it has kind of a watery consistency to it. So there's a vortex that's formed above your low back on the left side. That's regenerating those discs. I'm putting, I'm installing this netting on the vertebrae to hold the disc in. Imagine it stretches from the the vertebra above the disc and then stretches down to the vertebra below the disc and it keeps it in place. And the funny thing about that, Suzanne, is when I go in and I scan somebody years later after I've watched this healing happen on them, those nets are still Uh in place, which I think is just remarkable. And so you've got two discs that are degenerating on the left side. And so it's causing some collapse on the left side of your vertebrae. And so by by getting those discs regenerated, it props you back up and makes you stand up straight. So hopefully that will help when, um, and hopefully they'll be able to continue to keep you lined up with chiropractic and and things like that. They do do surgery on disc replacement, but it's usually in really extenuating circumstances. So hopefully you won't I, need to. I'm have a it. nurse myself. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I probably know. say that on yeah, the recording, yeah. but I believe really, that would be my very last. Yeah. Also because I've always been very active and very, um, yeah, I just that that would be that would absolutely right. be the very last thing I would go to. So I. Right. Um, I so appreciate your help, and I, I'm actually planning on signing up for a whole hour with you. Oh, I, I you are that. new to me, but I'm so impressed with your work. And so oh. it's very genuine, and I just I love it. Thank you so much, Julie. When you go to sign up, Suzanne, you can sign up on my website, AskJulieRyan.com. I'm booked out for a while, but go ahead and get on my calendar. And anybody listening, go ahead and get on my calendar because when your confirmation email comes in after you sign up, you'll see this little reschedule button at the bottom of the page and click on that whenever you think of it because people reschedule all the time. I had somebody reschedule a couple of days ago and she got in the morning like two hours before we had an appointment because somebody had rescheduled and the appointment opened up. So that happened happens all oh, the nice. time and usually you can get in sooner so don't let it let it uh, deter you if you see that I'm scheduled out for a couple of months just go ahead and get on the calendar and then we can move you around from there if the perfect indeed. thank so, you so much we'll do and I will get better. back to you how I'm feeling okay. after this thank you so much thanks Suzanne take care bye-bye <laughs> thank you 
most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals. B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, all together, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals, dot com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Alrighty, let's see who's next. I believe it's Denise. Hi, Denise. Hi, Denise. Hi. How are you? Hi, this is Denise. I'm calling from Alexandria, Virginia. Terrific. How are things on the East Coast? Very hot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is August in a couple of days. It is August, right? That's That's why God made air conditioning. Did you know that? And I have been in it. <laughs> good. Well, good. You got a question for me? Yeah. Um, I'm having trouble losing weight. And okay. I'm, I wasn't sure if it was due to maybe me getting older and getting closer or maybe perimenopausal or menopausal or if it's, if I'm going through the change or what's going on with me. How young are you? I turned... 48 yesterday. I'm sorry. Birthday. Hold on. What was it? The 28th. I don't know what today is anymore. Today's the 30th, so so two days ago. Yeah. Well, happy birthday. If I was with you, you. I'd, you know, give you a big hug and like sing to you and put a hat on you and that kind of stuff. (laughs) uh, All right. Let me get you on my radar and let's see what your hormones are looking like. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home Alabama over to Alexandria, which I love. I have a cousin that lives there and uh, he and his family and it's really lovely there. All right. Got you. Yeah. You're in perimenopause, girl. Um, when I see a woman and I see a, uh, it looks, you look like a wilting sunflower, a little bit of wilted sunflower, like that's been out in the heat. And, um, so a couple of things that you can do. Got a pen handy? Yes. All right. I'm going to give you a couple of sites that you can go to. The first one is called I as an institute, F as in Frank. M as in Mary, ifm.org, stands for the Institute of Functional Medicine. That's the first site. The second site is A, the letter A, the letter, the number four, M as in Mary, a4m.com. And that is the American Academy of 
anti-aging medicine. Both of those sites, Denise, you can find a doctor in your area. They have a, a section that'll say, find a doctor. You put in your zip code and then doctors in your area will populate. That's number one. The other thing you can do, and I think this is maybe even better, is do a Google search with your zip code and then type in compounding pharmacy. Do you know what a compounding pharmacy is? No. Compounding pharmacy is a pharmacy that's going to make medicine just for you, make prescriptions for you, versus when you go to Walgreens or CVS or the neighborhood pharmacy, they're going to use big pharma prescriptions that you get. A compounding pharmacy is going to make the prescription just for you. They do a lot of work with nursing homes and assisted living places where they're mixing up IVs and certain medicines that are specific for that person. And uh, if you look up compounding pharmacies in your area, then you can call them and you can say, who's doing bioidentical hormone? replacement in the area. Who are the doctors? And they'll tell you and say, who's writing the most prescriptions? And that'll give you a clue of who's really popular and that people like. Are you familiar with bioidentical hormones, Denise? No, but I prefer not to be on any medicine if I can help yeah. it. Bioidentical hormones are what our bodies make when we're young and fertile and popping out babies. And as we age, our hormone levels diminish and Mother Nature says, ha ha, she is not propagating the species anymore, so we don't really need her. And that's when degenerative things start to set in. So we can keep our bones and our brains and our hearts healthy with bioidentical hormones, which are the exact molecular composition of what our bodies make. Big pharma hormones have extra molecules added to their formulas so they can be patented. So go to Dr. Northrup, D-R-N-O-R-T-H-R-U-P.com, drnorthrup.com, and read about bioidentical hormones. And you can educate yourself and see if it's something that you may be interested in, in uh, checking out. I would do that. The other thing is if you email me, Denise, Julie at AskJulieRyan.com, I will send you the gut biome link. Have you heard me talk about that? No. It's it's going to check to see what the ecosystem is in your gut, which is where our immune system is based. And depending on what your test results show it's going to give you what the best foods are for you to eat and the best foods for you to avoid. And that can help you with the weight too. So I think it's a combination of both. I would do both of those. So if you email me, anybody listening, if you want the, if you want that link, it's a little bit of a discount. Denise, Julie at AskJulieRyan.com. Just email me and I'll send it to you. Okay. Thank you. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to take a break for a couple of minutes. Stay with us. You're asking, you're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Easy for me to say. Be right back. Welcome back to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and glad to have you back after the break. 
We do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 712-775-7035, and the access code is 483-620-POUND. Now, this information is available on my website at AskJulieRyan.com and in the show notes, and it's also available anywhere you download your podcast. It's in the show notes. We're also on YouTube and Alexa. And please remember to subscribe and leave a review. When I came over to this new, this new format of being on the radio, we lost, I lost all of my subscribers and reviews, you guys. It was like 140 of them. So I need your help. Please resubscribe and leave a review if you get a minute. Calling details can also be found on Instagram and Facebook. I'm at Ask Julie Ryan, and I'll post a reminder to call in each day of the show. So every Thursday, if you go to Ask Julie Ryan on Instagram or Facebook or on Twitter, too, I'm on Twitter, too, at Ask Julie Ryan, it'll be a reminder. Hey, call in, ask your questions. And then when you're on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter. It's a question someone submitted online along with my answer. And while you're there, you can also schedule an appointment with me, and then we'll have a whole hour to talk about whatever you want. I can scan you medically, and we can scan your pets, and we can talk to your deceased loved ones, and we can do past life stuff. It's not just one or the other. It's whatever we can get in in an hour, and we have so much fun. We laugh a lot, and it's just a delight, and it's it's just a blast. So schedule an appointment. So everything you know can be everything you need to know can be found at Ask julieryan.com. Trying to make it easy on you guys to find all this information. This week, our question came from Amber and Amber lives in Denver, Colorado. And she said, hi, Julie, my son passed away not long after I was hit by a semi truck. He was a full term fetus. My placenta abrupted. So the umbilical cord was starving him. Afterwards, the doctor said they thought I was further along in my pregnancy, which meant I should have been watched more carefully and been induced. I was in an abusive relationship, and my husband abandoned me after not showing up for my son's delivery. He's convinced it was my fault, and I wonder if I could have done better. I'm having a hard time not blaming myself. Am I the reason he isn't here? Is my baby with my deceased grandmother? Why did this happen? Thanks, Amber. And here's my response. Hi, Amber. I am so sorry to hear about you losing your baby. I can't even imagine the pain you've experienced in dealing with this tragedy. The Cleveland Clinic says, quote, placental abruption is the premature separation, in parentheses, abruption, of the placenta from the uterus before childbirth. End quote. The clinic goes on to say, quote, placental abruption can be life-threatening to the baby and sometimes to the mother. It can lead to premature birth, low birth weight, blood loss in the mother, and in rare cases, it can cause the baby's death. End quote. Obviously, that's what happened to Amber. I went on to say, first and foremost, yes, your baby son's spirit is with your grandmother's spirit, and they're both around you all the time. Second, and just as important, we all, even fetuses, decide when, where, how, and who's with us when we pass. 
We have no control of when or how someone else dies. All funeral directors have many stories about families who held a vigil with their loved one as they lay dying, only to have the person pass while they were left alone for a few minutes. I was talking about that with Darcy, our first caller tonight. Talk to any funeral director, you guys. They have tons of stories like that. I went on to say, you asked why this happened. The best explanation I can give you is because your son's spirit chose to experience what it was like to die right before he was to be born. Although it's hard for us to wrap our human minds around that concept, I've heard it countless times. Since we live many lives, perhaps your son was a parent, grandparent, sibling, etc., who lost a full-term baby in a past life. And perhaps his spirit chose this lifetime to gain perspective from what it was like to be the baby who wasn't born. Please know your baby son was surrounded by angels. Hang on, i got to mute somebody that just came on. Let me find you. Okay, I got you muted. Please know, well, maybe not. Please know your baby son was surrounded by angels and the spirits of deceased loved ones when he died. More information about what happens as we pass can be found in my book, Angelic Attendance, What Really Happens as We Transition from This Life into the Next. I hope you find some comfort in my responses to your questions, sending big hugs your way. Angelic Attendance, you guys, you can get my book anywhere you buy books. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target. Walmart, Apple Books. It's in paperback and digital and also audiobook form. And it's it's something that you want to read because all of us are going to be dealing with death eventually, not just for our loved ones, but for us. And the book I think you'll find when we find out what happens, you know, as we're dying, that we're surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones. It brings so much comfort and so much information to the table. And also, there are really heartwarming stories in there about families with whom I've worked. There are stories about what happens in the operating room, how we're surrounded by angels and and also our deceased loved ones, several stories about that. The head of the anesthesia person, the anesthesiologist or the nurse, the anesthetist, our guardian angel flies overhead there. And then there are surgeon spirits that are advising the doctors. And then our deceased loved ones spirits are in the room too. And I can describe to the family members what they look like. It's pretty remarkable because I'll describe, okay, there's a elderly lady and she's got white hair and her hair's in a bun and she's wearing a sweater and it's got little pearl buttons buttoning up the front and they'll say, oh, that's Grandma Ann. Or, you know, I'll describe somebody else. And I can also read the equipment in the operating room so I can tell how the patient is doing all of that. I think it's really assuring, reassuring, I should say, to us when we have a loved one in surgery and we know that that they're really surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones. And uh, there's always a correlation too, interestingly enough, in the amount of prayer that's being said for the person that's having surgery and uh, how many spirits are in the room. I can always tell when there's a lot of, of prayer being said for the person and I'll ask the family So angelic attendance, check it out. You can find it on my website too. Stay with us. We'll be back right after the break. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. 
Welcome back to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and we're going to go back to the phones now. I believe our next caller is Karen. Hi, Karen. Karen, can you hear me? (laughs) I couldn't get off mute there for a second. How are you, Julie? I'm well. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. So good. Terrific. Please tell everybody where you're calling in from. I am calling in from Queretaro in Mexico, but I'm actually from Ireland originally. We can tell. (laughs) (laughs) That accent, the giveaway. Oh, absolutely. So say something in Spanish for us with your Irish brogue. You there? Yeah. Yeah, speak Spanish for us with your Irish accent. Say something in Spanish. ¿Qué me quieres decir? A mí me encanta hablar en español. Para mí es todo. Well, you sound, you sound like a natural. I know, I'm not hearing any Irish in that at all. I know. Good. It comes good. out sometimes, but even the locals are like, oh, your Spanish is really good. I'm like, oh, thank you. I was like, wonderful. Sometimes, sometimes more so than others. Oh, good. Well, terrific. Well, welcome. Do you have a question for me? Yes, I would love for you, if you could connect with our pet, our cat at home. She was attacked by a a greyhound, which is kind of like a, a whippet. They're kind of trained for racing and like chasing rabbits. And wow. she has a wound between her back legs that she's been to the vet a couple of times and it's not healing and there's not enough skin for the vet to stitch it together again so my mother's obviously devastated we're all devastated because she's so beautiful and I'd love for you to maybe do a scan and a healing for her because mom says she's still in good form and she's still eating and it's tiny bit getting better and better but it's still like there's still a big wound oh what's her name Karen poppy poppy like the flower yeah Okay, and where is she? She's in Ireland with your mom. Where is she in Ireland? Yeah, she's in Clamaris in County Mayo in the west of Ireland. Okay, all right. So I'm gonna we're gonna ping pong my laser beam here. Comes my laser beam down to you in Mexico from Sweet Home Alabama. Okay, it's coming down to you. (laughs) All right, now it's coming back up and it's heading northeast, really far northeast from you into Ireland. And I've got Poppy on my radar. Okay, so she's got an open wound. I can see that Mm -hmm. they just have it dressed and they're letting it heal probably from the inside out. But yeah. Goodness. Yeah. All right. So what I'm doing is I'm going to put stem cell energy on there, Karen. You've heard me talk about stem cell energy with humans. It works great with animals too. Mm. And it's a light amber colored gel. It's got sparkles in it and it has a watery consistency to it. So I'm slathering. This wound is deep that she has. And it's so it's filling in, for instance, this deep wound, kind of like it looks like a divot in her body and it's filling it in. It's almost full. All right. Now there's a vortex that's formed above it. And the vortex looks like a funnel cloud, looks like a tornado and it spins very fast. And what happens is it's regenerating that all that tissue and skin Mm -hmm. and all those layers to help her heal. It really is remarkable stuff. I have seen this stuff in humans regenerate whole organs. And I've watched uh, people go to the doctor and it shows up on x-rays. And I've even had doctors over the years call me and say, 
okay, now what are you doing with my patient? How does this stuff work? And what it does is it, every cell has a nucleus. The nucleus is surrounded by this watery gel called cytoplasm. And our bodies and animals' bodies act as kind of mini nuclear reactors and they spin they have a spinning energy and it, uh, it creates new cells. That's how we create new cells that multiply and divide. And, you know, we create hundreds of thousands of them every day. So just watching this happen in warp Amazing. speed. How are they telling your mom to dress it? Are they telling her to keep it moist? Or are they just telling her to keep it covered? What are they doing? Yeah, so she went back again on Monday, just this week, um, not expecting to hear great news, but actually the Mm -hmm. vet was like, okay, well, it's a tiny bit better than Saturday. So she has her in kind of nappies with Manuka honey and penicillin. Perfect. And they're changed daily. Keep it moist because the... When wounds are healing, and I learned this very early on as a hospital supply salesperson, and I was calling on burn units and and other departments in the hospital with this fake skin that now they use as IV dressing, you know, fast forward 40 years. And, uh, and what we find, what they found back then is that when a wound is healing, if you can keep it moist, that it will help it heal faster. It will be less painful because it'll keep the nerve okay. endings covered and keep it warm. And the wound doesn't have to form a scab. And then the cells come up to meet the scab. It heals from the Amazing. inside out yeah. and, it ha- and it heals a lot faster. So it sounds like they're doing all the right things. Hopefully this will help. Uh, yeah. Help her oh, heal amazing. That much Thank you so much, Julie. And I don't know faster. when you were doing that, I had tears coming out my face. I don't know. I just felt really emotional and like tingly in my body and just thank you so much. You're welcome. Well, keep us posted. Let us know how Poppy's yeah. doing. Thanks for calling in. For sure. Take Thanks, care. Julie. Take you care. Bet. Bye. Bye, Karen. All right, let's go to our, since we're on an international kick, we've got somebody calling in from Canada, from Edmonton. Hi, this is Julie. Who's this? Hi, it's Marissa. How are you? I'm good. How are you, girl? Oh, not too bad. I've got to thank you. I called you a year ago, and uh, you gave me some great insight on my knee, and my knee is feeling better, but I'm still having trouble. I'm two things I want to ask you. One is uh, my knee uh, still is aching. They say it's like a, a cold hamstring or strained hamstring. It's causing my legs to cramp at night when I'm jumping up out of my sleep and having to stand mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. And the second thing is, um, which is totally not related, uh, my boyfriend had passed 23 years ago. And I keep, and uh, it, he, we had like, quote unquote, like broken up seven months before he passed. And then I found out at a party that he passed. And I'm wondering if you can kind of go back and kind of let me know uh, what he was like. He he thought I was unfaithful. He had some accusing things and I and I didn't know how to handle it and this kind of stuff. So I'm hoping that yeah, I can get some clarity on what happened there all those years ago. Still sure. Bothers me. sure, sure. Yeah, 23 years ago. That's a long time. Okay. So let's do your leg yep. first. The The first thing that came into my head, Marissa, was are you taking um, any, um, oh, God, it just I just blanked on it. The, like, I'll think of it. Potassium? No, it's not potassium. It's uh, magnesium. 
Magnesium. Yes. Are you I, taking magnesium? I am taking magnesium orally, and I'm also rubbing it topically on my legs. Okay. Increase it. You may want to take a bath and Epsom salts because that's a good, really good way to get magnesium into your system quickly. And if you don't want to get in the tub, just soak your feet in it and it'll get into your system that way. Epsom salts, you know, it's cheap. You can get it in the grocery store for like five bucks for a big bag of it. It'll last you for years. So I would try that. I would up your magnesium amount. And if you start getting the runs, Marissa, back off on the dose because it can give you diarrhea. Okay. Magnesium can. Okay. So, and you know, and if you're ever stopped up, just take more magnesium and it'll get things moving for you. So that's a little clue. <laughs> Rem- remind me what your boyfriend's name is. I know we've talked about it before when you've called in. What is, what is his name again? Uh, his name is Chris. Chris. All right. And what's your question to Chris? He's standing right next to you to your right. So, question for Chris. Um, so, I, I carry, you know, I still carry a lot of guilt. And last time I talked to you, I didn't have the courage to know the answer. But, you know, the answer is like, well, like, I hope I hope that I didn't cause him any harm in the last seven months. The way I found out was at a party at my brother's house. Like, the family never contacted me to let me know he had passed. And so, I, I associated that with, like, man, did I really, really screw up here and cause him pain and cause him harm? Um, I, I'm just confused over, you know, like I said, we did, we did break up and I honestly was in denial and thought he was going to be okay. He had leukemia and I thought he was going to pull through it and he didn't. And then I, I just kind of spiraled after that, but I've, I've since have found my way. Well, first of all, you know, we can't control anybody else's reality and nobody can control ours. So that's number one. Mm-hmm. We And you know, you've heard me say time and time again, we all decide when we go, where we go, how we go, who's with us when we go. All of those parameters our spirit comes up with. So n- number one, did you cause him pain when you broke up with him? Yes. Number two, did you cause him pain before he died? No, not necessarily. I'm not getting that you did at all. You've read my book, Angelic Attendance, right? Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay. And and in that, we talk about how we're surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones, and it's really a glorious scene. So he was ready to go. He's saying to me that it all worked out perfectly. He's saying it was easier on you not to be involved with him when he left and that his family could have kept you away from him. And that would have been just crazy painful for you at the end. Is that, does that sound reasonable? I mean, does that resonate that they could have, they could have prevented you from being with him? I, you know what? I, I know they were completely and utterly like devoted to him and they were devastated. I'm for sure during the whole process. So it may be possible, but I, in no way, I mean, now it's like the 50 year old on my 50 year old version of myself talking to you. I'm sure they would have kept me. If that was to happen, they would have did it really with the best intentions to protect him. Right. 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 I, I, yeah. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to need to run for a break. Marissa, thanks so much for calling in this evening. Hope that answers your questions. Everybody, you're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Stay with us. We'll be right back after the break. Welcome back. 
Welcome back to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and we're going to go back to the phones and see who else we can find that's called in this evening. I believe our next caller is Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Julie. Hi. Okay, my speaker. Hi. How are you? Good. Oh, well, thanks. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Quilting, Washington. Washington. What's going on up there? All well in the world? It's hot. <laughs> Everybody yeah, said it's, it's hot. Newsflash. Newsflash. It's almost August. It's supposed to be hot. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, you got a question for me? Again, Nancy, how everything is. Um, you kind of, you know what's been going on, and I see the doctor on Monday, and um, just staying positive and need to make some decisions and just want to stay with the natural healing route. And, um, yeah. Yeah, please tell everybody what's okay. been going on, Lisa, so they can come up to speed. Okay. Okay, I've been dealing with uh, lung cancer for three and a half years, and it's metastasized to my brain, and I've been doing really well on a medication, and supposedly the cancer's mutating and spreading a little bit. So, um, and yeah, the, I do what they normally do, and I'm just not into that type of healing, so I'm hoping for natural spiritual healing right all right so i'm going to get you on my radar Here comes my laser beam heading up to you in washington got you shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head and everybody lisa and i've been working together for quite a while she's a graduate of my angelic attendant training right lisa and uh mm-hmm. i didn't know it was you because it it just said Lisa on my dashboard. So I was like, okay, well, it could be any Lisa from anywhere. So I'm delighted that it's you. So I've got you on my radar. And um, what I'm watching is a DNA healing, Lisa. We've done this before. For those of you that haven't yeah. heard me talk about this, what happens is I watch a big chromosome come out of Lisa's body. And we all, everybody has an X chromosome. Girls have two X's, boys have an X and a Y. So I always see an X come out. And out of the X, Lisa, are strands, a couple of strands of DNA that have come out as well. And they look like pieces of paper that you'd see a fortune written on in a fortune cookie. And they have four letters on them, ATCG. Those letters represent nucleic acids. And then the DNA is the recipe that tells the cells how to behave. And with cancer patients in particular, I see DNA come out and it's strands of DNA that have mutated. Lisa, you know this from taking my class, but I'm explaining it for those who haven't heard this before. And when Somebody has cancer, the, the, the strands of DNA can get corrupted. They get mutated. And so as a result, what we're doing is we are taking those strands back to a normal recipe, if you will. I'm watching those letters ATCG. They're being rearranged in the strand, Lisa. It looks like we're playing Scrabble 
you know, where you move the letter up and over and mm-hmm. it's happening in warp speed. Mm-hmm. When it's finished reconfiguring, then resequencing, basically, then it snaps back in. It reminds me of a tape measurer. You know, when you pull it out, like in a sewing kit, you pull it out and then you push that little button and it comes flying back into its case. So the first strand is already and reconfigured. It's back in. The second strand just went back in. Normally, when I see this with somebody who's dealing with cancer, I'll see seven strands of DNA that'll come out the first time I do this healing on them. And then in subsequent healings, we'll see just a couple strands come out and they get reconfigured fast. And the reason why we need to do this periodically is because cancer cells are really crafty and they are going to mutate to try and stay alive. And it's interesting to me, Lisa, that two strands came out. I believe one was connected to your lung cancer and one was connected to your brain cancer. So that's why those two came out and got rearranged. And hopefully that will help keep it at bay. That's what we've been doing. We're just going to continue to do that. Yay. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. All right. You bet. I'll see you Saturday. We have a graduate class that we do once a month where we all get together from all over the world and lots of people who, uh, the only prerequisite you have to have to take my class, Lisa, as you know, is you just got to speak English, right? (laughs) And and everybody that takes it is able to do all the stuff that I do. And so it's, it's kind of hard to do it on yourself sometimes. So I think it's always good to have somebody else help you when you're doing it on yourself. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I, I agree. All right. Okay. Yeah. See you Saturday. Thanks for okay, calling. Thanks, Julie. You bet. Bye-bye. Okay. Then let's go to Pamela. Hi, Pamela. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm Pam from Millington, Michigan. I spoke to you on Memorial Day. I had a reading with you. Wonderful. Yes, I remember. I told you I could sing you the Ohio State version of the Michigan fight song, but I'd have to go to confession afterwards. (laughs) Yes, boo. (laughs) I know. So funny. Well, thanks for calling in. Do you got a question for me? I do. I'm having a problem with my dog, Ike. He's three years old, Shih Tzu, and he, I was hoping that you could connect with him and find out why he's making messes in the house like solid two weeks. Oh, no. Have you taken him to the vet? Yep. Oh, goodness. I have this, the and there's nothing wrong with him. He goes to the bathroom outside. I have a big fenced-in yard, and he'll come in, sneak around, and go in the restroom um, and then do his, he's only doing in the two restrooms, the bathrooms. Oh. oh my gosh. Talk about a smart dog. He's just going inside <laughs> in the bathroom. I've never heard of such a thing. I love that. That's a riot. All right. Let's just talk to him. Ike, what's up? Why are you going to the bathroom inside? He's saying, I can't hold it. All right. Why can't you hold it? Is he doing, is he just peeing or is he pooping too? He's just pooping. He pees outside and he comes in. And when I'm not looking, um, that's mm-hmm. when he does it. Hmm. Okay. He's saying that he can't hold it. It has something. That's why he's going in the bathroom. He's trying to help you. 
because he can't <laughs> hold it. He's got something going on. Let's see. Does it have something to do with your food? Yeah. You may want to check his food, Pamela. And I'm going to need to let you go because we're out of time, my girl. But thanks Thank for you. calling in. Everybody who called in, thanks so much. Those of you that I didn't get, please call back next week. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.